Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk. I've got guests. I know some of these people. Hey, Jennifer Newman, Associate morning, Ar- Artistic morning. Director over the Schwartzman Center. Lynn Peterson, I know you too, don't I? Yes, you do. Good to see you, Babs. Nice to see you. <laughs> and uh, Renasia, I don't think I know you. No. <laughs> but, well, hello and welcome to Love, Babs, Love Talk. Okay. Hello, hello. So now... Last year, I found out that the Schwartzman had a whole dance studio over there, a whole dance situation. I had no idea when I took the tour, when they, you know, what, two years, a year ago? And they gave us a tour. And there's a whole dance studio down there. I was like, whoa, had no idea. So this year, they come back at us with Everybody Dances. Uh, The Yale Schwartzman Center brings local and visiting dance artists to their dance studio to teach Sunday master classes Jazz, hip hop, salsa, modern, contemporary, precision dance, and more. And the community is welcome to come. So tell me about this. Everybody unmute themselves and let's have a everybody dance conversation. <laughs> Love it. Um, thank you, Bab, so much for having us on. Thank you, Lynn and Renasia, for joining this morning. It's great to have you in the room. Thank you. Um, I, yes. So I, you know, I, I guess it was over a year ago that I was invited into a conversation um, that I believe Alexis Robbins might have, someone else you also know, a, a local dancer, might have sort of brought together a convening of people, dance lovers, dance educators, choreographers, performers, um, around a conversation um, <clears throat> to discuss the the lack of space for dance in New Haven. And I think, you know, number of years, um, not to mention the COVID, you know, the, the space, the, the access to dance studios and class rehearsal time space um, has really just sort of dried up in, and it's, it's either quite expensive and so not really accessible and they're just, it, you know, or it's full, you know, of a very particular program. So um, in that meeting, it was really thrilling for me to sort of be in a room full of dance lovers, being a dance lover myself, and a dance supporter and a dancer choreographer. Um, and and so right away, I was like, you know, you guys come look at this dance studio that we have. And so I invited those in the room and, um, and to extend the invitation um, to come and see the dance space. And we just started to brainstorm sort of of what are some of the the most fundamental needs that the the dance community in New Haven um, needed, right? And one of it is space and time. Um, And then another thing we were talking about was sort of the fracturing of the community, you know, from (coughs) neighboring neighboring, uh, dance communities as well. It's like there's New Haven, but then there's also the region, the region, the region, as you sort of move out. And so... um, I'll I'll that I'll stop there and let maybe um, Lynn chime in a little bit because I think um, Lynn I can't recall if you were in that meeting or not. Renasia, we met through one of the tours you came through and saw the space, so I'd love to hear from you two as well. Okay, yeah, sure, Lynn, because I met oh. Lynn and and Alexis. Alexis is my tap dancing teacher, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I met them and I heard Alexis speak some. Alexis speak somewhere about. Uh, the inaccessibility of places for folks to dance. And so I called her up and then 
she called Lynn and we had an initial meeting about, well, what can we do about this? What's, how, how can I, how can, and I, you know, I chair the arts council and I was like, well, how can I help? Cause this just sounds ridiculous that, you know, when we talk about arts, dance is often left out of the conversation. You know, we talk about art, you know, painters and writers and everybody else, but we never talk about the dancers and the performance art, that, that kind of stuff. So, and so they convened some folks, which was really nice. Um, and so go ahead, Lynn, I'm sorry. I just wanted to jump in and I love the connecting of people. So. No, no, I mean, this is great. Cause yeah, yeah. I don't think Jennifer is aware of some of that, like the cup, couple hops before um, that what led us to, yeah, I, I co uh, organized that meeting with Alexis last March, along with Babs also initially. And that meeting came out of a conversation that Alexis Babs and I had together um, the fall prior. And uh, so um, really just excited and grateful to you, Jennifer, for continuing to see this through, right? Because I feel like so often, uh, and that was one of our big points of that meeting last March was action, like really looking for commitment to action to, to um, from um, institution stakeholders, you know, which obviously Yale is a big one in town, really looking for uh, people that have the keys and hold um, some of these spaces to, to commit to, to doing something new. And, and so I was really excited to see this class series um, start at uh, Yale Shoresman. And um, I just taught there last Sunday. And yeah, I mean, I guess we can get in the weeds of that as we go, but um, for sure, it's just great to um, offer more classes in particular for adults. Uh, I think we've all been talking about there being a real, um, and in the larger dance desert, there's a, a desert of opportunity for grownups who want to come out and move. And, you know, it's like we all we do all this stuff for kids. And then, well, all of a sudden, you know, we get 20s, 30s and, no, you know, there's even fewer opportunities, I think, for adults to feel like there are spaces where they're welcome to go and stumble through whether or not they're professionals at all. You know, like um, we all just need to move more. So. Yeah, super happy to to be part of this beginning. Mm, mm. And so, Ranesha, what brings you to the to the table, to the space? So, I also uh, took a tour at the Smartsman Center. Was that sometime last year, summertime? And I met Alexis as well. Uh, she was pretty awesome. She um, gave me a few connections to some other spaces. So I am a former dancer of Cooperative Arts and Humanities and Didi's Dance Center. Yay! Um, yep, yep. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, you know, dance was one of my passions, as I uh, explained to Jennifer. And during COVID, I went and opened my own LLC business um, to become Dance Center with... Um, the hopes of, you know, finding my own space. So that's how we all got connected because Jennifer introduced me to the space in uh, the Schwartzman Center. And then just to get a few connections with other people trying to find space for um, people like me to rent and um, create their own studio. Um, but I also taught a class at the Sportsman Center and it was awesome. I did beginners all um all levels <clears throat> and I did a mixture of hip hop and jazz. Um it was a great turnout. The uh from what I know the uh people loved it. So 
I would love to teach again. Um, I would love to be connected with a few people to just, you know, get the ball ro rolling again because I feel like dance is a great expressive form for a lot of people. It's a connection for people to come together. Um, and yeah, what's life without dance? Honestly, <laughs> it's like music and dance. Come on, <laughs> hand in hand. <laughs> So, so Jennifer, is the thinking to to make this a part of what Schwartzman uh, offers on the regular? Because it's a full calendar. I was I was on the website and I was looking. There's a full calendar of all kinds of dancing going on. Is that the intention? You have to yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. you use it's like a full calendar, and it's also like not even enough. We have so many dancers and te you know choreographers and teachers in the area that. We could be, you know, we could be doing it multiple times a week <laughs> for a very long time. So, um, uh, yes, the intention is, you know, again, is to, you know, I think following up on what Lynn said is this idea that here is a space. And I often think about um, um, the privilege it is to have a space, right? This, this, th That space is, it's a gorgeous new studio with um, danceable floor and Marley um, and Bluetooth speakers. So it's easy for someone to come in and just pick right up and just start their class. And um, and I just, I'm so thrilled to see folks coming in from far and wide to take the class. I mean, so you have A, access um, the space and then B, that it's free. And so I think that that is an incredible um, opportunity to share dance with those that just want to come learn. The number of emails I get from folks that are like, I just want to take class I don't I've never danced before is that okay and it's like absolutely so just giving the chance for someone to try something they've never tried before rhythm dance though we can't do tap with tap shoes sorry Babs in that space but we can do rhythm dance we can do rhythmic movement um percussive body movement in there um but you know it's really thrilling for someone who's never taken hip-hop before to really give their, themselves a chance or for example um in classical Indian dance forms or um classical Chinese forms um, which we'll be doing as well. So it just, it is a chance to sort of show the breadth and diversity of dance styles and also to give people access to their own bodies and to say, oh yeah, right, I can try this and it's fun. And, you know, I, I don't know that. So the, the my hope and dream is that we just do it and we can expand it to more classes um, uh, more often during mm. the week. I love it. So Lynn, is this, is this what you and Alexis imagine? Is this the beginning of what you imagine? to make dance accessible because Alexis makes this really good point about, you know, when people have music somewhere, you know, you, you can have dancers there too, right? Like if yeah, you have a, the, you have music, they should always be together, right? Yes. right. <laughs> so is Where this close to what you think should be happening? I mean, sure. It's, 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 is it and it's a start and but now we also need more people to come on board with what Jennifer's done and being able to do with that space you know others that have space in town others that have access to the resources of a big space to open their doors and make something like this happen so for sure I mean I think this is one example um like Jennifer said there's so many possibilities for classes there's also possibilities for giving uh people creating work professionally to rehearse and bring their companies there and have you know showings of the professional dance works that some of us teaching classes are also making with our companies um so there's um certainly a range and certainly like jennifer said more to that could be already happening you know <laughs> open those doors and we could probably fill them every day um 
but what I'm just really grateful for is is the, the commitment to starting um, and taking that first step because that's what seems to be lacking and hard for um, partners to do. And I don't I don't know how to you know make them do that, but maybe this will inspire some people out there listening to come on board. And um, depending on the style of dance, you know, not everybody needs a, a studio like Schwartzman that's you know all finished and polished while well, that's beautiful but there's lots of places that people can move um and gather uh and um we just need people to be open to listening and trying to meet us halfway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Renesha, does this um does this uh, uh make you feel hopeful you know these kinds of relationships and partnerships with other dance organizations and groups does this make you feel hopeful about you know the possibility of you opening your own space Yes, very hopeful. I know when I was talking to Jennifer um, last year, you know, we discussed some important steps and some uh, people because I do work at the city of New Haven. So um, we were talking about some possible connections here with Yale and some of uh, the people I know here, such as Adrian Jefferson, who is the head director of the Arts and Culture Center. So we're just trying to see, you know, put the pieces to the puzzle together to get to where we want. And it's happening slowly but surely um, from where we were last year to what I did as far as teaching the class to where we are now on the radio station. Um, I think moving forward, you know, where we're, we're, our voices are being heard, we're, we're getting out there. And um, I think too, just with, as far as I'm social media, TikTok, um Instagram reels things like that there's a world out there where you know dance is really a fulfilling space for a lot of people you know they're therapeutic too so i think yes the connections are really good and i i think we're moving along pretty well mm. so jennifer did you know that there was so much dance out there when you took this on like did you are you a dad do you come from a dance background because i'm looking at the calendar and i'm like there's so much dance styles i had no idea i guess i had an idea but when you see it on somebody's calendar as an offering you know the possibilities just seem so so they uh, pop out at you right yes yes i mean i guess when i think about you know i you know i I, i'm not of course i'm not surprised by the 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 number of styles that are out there you know i've been a dancer since a very young age and i my first first dance class with my mother she took me to a belly dance class so like from a very young age it was like (laughs) i was going with her to belly dance class or afro haitian dance class or you know the the little kids running around with scarves i've done that all of that stuff right um and then so like i've been very aware of the amount of dance and I'm very thankful to my parents who were always sort of showed dance as a possibility for me you right like I grew up in Northern California and I was lucky that the Ailey company and DTH came regularly so that I had access to seeing dance so when I when I um first came to back to Yale back to New Haven in 2019 um and one of the first dance companies um that we were able to collaborate with the Schubert Theater on was to bring DTH back to New Haven after 20 years it hadn't been in New Haven in 20 years and so that was really thrilling to be able to sort of partner with another institution um to bring a, a really seminal dance company back to the community and and then turnout for that was astonishing I yes mean, see the right you remember I was there that, the Schubert <laughs> was full 
of people who wanted to see this company. And so for me, my eyes were just sort of like, and I think that was still, we were kind of in that edge of, you know, pandemic coming back in. It was some of the first um, public performances we were able to do. And so my eyes just sort of like, there are people that want to see dance in this community, right? And, and I, when I was in grad school, I took class at New Haven Ballet. I took class at the African Afro um, Am Culture House. There was an African dance class there. So I knew there was class, but it was always a little bit like you had to kind of discover, right? You had to yeah. kind of find it. And um, so it, it's very exciting to me to, to sort of be at the beginning in, in conversations with a community that is looking for space and to try to create this kind of a sense of like they're there, right? A hub, um, a center where, you know, you, grownups can come, kids can come and say, oh, right, if I come here on this Sunday, I can take, uh, you know, one kind of class or another kind of class. And it's just the really, just as everyone's saying, it's the beginning. Um, and I'm, and I am hopeful that there will be, um, that, that, that the energy will continue to spiral, spiral, spiral out and, and, um, to bring, uh, to bring some more dance visibility in, uh, in the area. I, I love the point that you make Lynn about adults, because we all know as some of us who are parents or had parents who thought dance was important, we all see that dance is important to children. I don't know anybody who has not stuck their kid in a dance class, a ballet class, all the things. But then something happens. Yes. <laughs> something ha There's a disconnect about what we knew as children. And then we get into respectable jobs and all this other kind of stuff. And then no one dances like that anymore. Uh, and, I, and I think to your point, Lynn, that people don't know where to look to find mm -hmm. opportunities to dance as adults, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about why that's so important. Yeah, they they uh well I think it become has become a chicken and egg. They don't know where to look because they haven't even thought about looking because maybe they're not even having experiences like connecting with feeling comfortable connecting with their own bodies anymore as a grown-up and this is making a lot of generalizations and projections but I do think that um for sure if they're not if it's just not word I mean word of mouth is I feel like still the best way right we talk to each other about what movies we've seen what music we're listening to what restaurant we ate at you know oh I went to this dance class like it's not a part of the culture of conversation perhaps uh I can't pretend to know everybody's experience of what grown-ups are talking about doing um yes we maybe people talk about their workouts and exercise I don't know but I think I think for whatever reason and I put this on the dance community too I'm not necessarily putting this all on everybody else like that hasn't been something that we've cultivated an audience for is not only do we want you to come buy tickets and see the performances which that's really important uh, we I want people to have an experience moving themselves um, because that's the magic. Like I love doing it. I'm already on board <laughs> um, and, and I love performing and because I still do. But um, it's it's even more precious to me when I watch that grown up come in the room and see them um, feeling that feeling the magic and moving the, the power, the release, whatever all the things are for themselves and harnessing that energy and connection to the art form and then I hope maybe that will also trickle out and connect back to that person maybe the next time there's a chance to go see a local dance performance they'll come out and be on board with us because there's more of an understanding of why it's important and why it's valuable because they have had a direct experience with it themselves so that I feel like is something that I'm really excited about as a 
you know, dance advocate as a, you know, professional dance worker is um, trying to give more grownups an experience. Like even in our, some of our performances these days, we're finding ways to start where we're getting the audience moving themselves as part of the performance. Um, so it's not always so separate to like, this is coming to class and this is coming to see the professionals do what we do, you know, let's just all move together. And so um, I, I, I don't know, I don't know all the reasons why it happens, but I think for sure many schools and things not for whatever reason, fighting for it. Cause I, I mean, certainly I don't have a school hats off to all those people in Asia that want to try it open them because it is no easy feat. Um, uh, but it's it is not. a def- dem- demographic. I think we need to uh, make feel welcome, let them know they're invited. Don't just assume that they know. I think that's part of it too. Oh, people know they can come take this class. No, no, we have to, we have to one by one go out there and invite them and say, no, this is the place for you. This is the place for the grownups to come and not feel like they're dancing next to a 13 year old who's, you know, in a totally different space. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different place. I remember growing up when I was training, there were always like teen adult classes at the school where I trained. I grew up mostly in Indiana. Um, but there were always grownups walking in and out, like taking these classes, tap, jazz, ballet, you know, modern and, um, Anyway, I'm rambling now, but yes, I think there's a lot of reasons for it and I'm trying to do what I can to chip away at um, some of them. (laughs) Uh, uh, Go ahead, Ranisha. I want to add to Lynn's point. I feel like the disconnect too, um, as we get older is, you know, like you said, with the jobs and, you know, people careers and lifestyle kids and things like that so how I try to connect it me being adult now you know seeing what people are more into I'm offering now this year workshop classes where it's like working out and dance at the same time so Mm -hmm. I feel like you know people more so as adults one are thinking about a health a healthy lifestyle oh I need to work out oh I need to get back in shape oh back in my day and you know this that and the third so I'm just like okay we're gonna get you back in your day in a fun mm-hmm. you know kind of funky way so we're, we're gonna work out but we're gonna do some dancing and not for nothing I come from a background of beautiful um, African African American women who loves to dance in a Jamaican culture as well. So you know they see the younger generation out there dancing, and it's not like Stella got your groove back, but it's kind of like you know you guys can <laughs> you guys can do the same thing. They're like, wait, how do you guys do this, and how do you move your body this way and that way? So <clears throat> for me, it's you know offering them classes to make women just really feel good about themselves no matter how old you are where you forget that oh wait I'm working out I'm working this body muscle wait I didn't even I forgot my body can move like that you know so oh sign I feel me like, up run Asia sign mm-hmm. me up <laughs> <laughs> ready sign me up I'm coming show me where to go <laughs> so, so Jennifer this is all free that is correct. <laughs> yes. Like this is world-class teachers teaching for free. How, how do you make that happen? How, uh, how is that even possible? You know, I, I, it is, it, again, it's, it's one of those things that by, by placing it into our um, seasonal budget as a plan, as a plan, just as we would bring in an artist um, to perform, whether it be a, a musician or a dancer or a theater maker or a visual artist, 
Uh, by placing the dance classes into our budget, we're able to support it at the moment um, <clears throat> in, in it, as, a, as a free offering. So we are able to pay the teachers for their time and make this make this classes available to um, dance lovers uh, at no cost, which is it again, you know, I mentioned the word privilege. It feels like a, a great privilege and an honor to be able to do that at, the, at this moment in time. Um, yeah. Uh, so it is, uh, I, I guess, I mean, one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is um, this idea that dance, building an audience for dance, to Lynn's point, you know, sometimes I, what I hear people say is they don't know how to talk about dance. When they, they see it, they're like, I, I actually don't know how to talk about what I saw. Dance is a kind of a poetic, right? You know, music folks have a kind of everyday interaction with music. It's in their car, it's on their phone, it's in the grocery store, right? It's everywhere. Um, but whereas dance, when you sit and sit and, and watch it, sometimes because you're watching someone's expression and the way they're interpreting something in a language that is a physical language. And I think people get maybe get a little intimidated. They're like, I don't know how to talk about what I saw. But once you start to do it yourself, you can start to understand, oh, what they're doing, that's that's hard. Or that's like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, I never thought about moving that way. And so just by little by little, the more that you watch it, the more that you participate in, you start to develop the language to talk about it. And then that makes it easier for someone to actually participate too, right? It doesn't feel like something that's over there. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what's the next dance class? We have one this weekend, actually. So this Sunday, um, because everybody dances, we're able to do... Um, offer the classes that, for the artists that are coming to perform, as well as our, our, our community members who are living and, and, and work here in the area. This weekend, we have Baye and Asa. They're mm. a duo that is performing on Friday and Saturday night um, at the Schwartzman Center in the Dome Room. Baye and Asa are from New York, so they're coming up on the train. Um, and they are doing a duet uh, that they have uh, created. And they're also showing a new work in process for five dancers which is really exciting to watch something in development. And then we'll also be talking about that piece in development. So for the audience that is able to come, um, they'll witness a finished work, they'll witness something that's in process and then be able to talk with the artists about the process. Uh, and then the artist will then premiere that work at a later date at another venue um, this spring. Uh, so they will be teaching on Sunday um, by an ASA. They, they are using um, uh, West African dance rhythms as well as hip hop rhythms in their choreography style. So there are two individuals that have grown up together um, have known each other since they were very little kids and have built this career and this work process, this um, process and style together. Wow, that's pretty fascinating. Nice. So how long is this series running? We are currently going into May. Wow. So every, you know, it's not exactly every Sunday, but it's pretty, it's pretty often. So you'll have to check our website, schwarzman.yale.edu to, to look up Everybody Dances to see the actual, um, the, to be able to register for the upcoming classes. But we have, um, after Baye and Asa, we'll have the Dance Theater of Harlem do a masterclass. Uh, we also have Rennie Harris um, from Rennie Harris Pure Movement who will come and do a masterclass. We've, we have um, Indian Dance Forms with Sarada, um, we have a Chinese dance form. Also, we have the Studio 860 from Hartford coming down to teach a class, as oh, well as Lauren Horn, also from Hartford, coming to teach class. And Alexis Robbins will be teaching as well. Wow. So that's just to name a few, but there's a it's a long list. And um, yeah, we do hope people come in and check it out. So are you are, are, are you surprised 
at the success and the interest for the dance? Well, gosh, um, I say speak that out, speak that out. You know, I, I'm not surprised by um, the number of teachers. I consider that a success. The number of teachers have said yes, who said, yes, I want to take a Sunday, please give it to me. Um, that actually is just more affirming, right? Um, that there is a space, that there's a need. Um, so that is actually, I'm, I'm just very, very, very happy that we're able to provide space and time for folks. Um, and pleasant, I think the one time that I was, I would say surprised is when someone came with her two, with two young children and there, she said, I've driven in from New Jersey to do, to take this class. Like, so someone to do that, cause you know, she wanted to take with that teacher and then she brought the kids to also experience. So then you have this intergenerational experience, which is so beautiful. And, you know, again, reminds me of my mother bringing me, it's like, you know, taking class with, with your, you with your parent is just so, so such a beautiful experience, but um, that I think is the distance, you know, cause it's not like Jersey has like a dearth of classes. You can take class in Jersey, but someone's like, I want to go there to take that class. That was, I think a real pleasant surprise. I love it. I love it. Well, I, I, I've enjoyed this dance conversation. I love that this is running through, through May so that people don't feel like, oh my God, it's just January. And then I missed it. You know, they can go to Plenty the of opportunity. website and, and, and maybe people will pick something that they ordinarily wouldn't know to pick absolutely right? right um you know really i would say go for it um take something that you're just like i'm so curious what would that be um go for it take it you'll learn something you'll try something new and you know the idea is that we are trying we are the the right now at least the the the, uh, the offering is is to just say try right to try it we may get to the the version in, in time where it's like these classes are more advanced or these classes are, you know, we're going to start to have a diversity within the levels. But right now, it's just free dance class. Come move your body, you know, yeah. come experience the beauty that is that is dance in all of its forms. Mm -hmm. And the Schwarzman Center is gorgeous, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> the, I mean, the place is is. It's lovely. <laughs> it is. It is. It's lovely, and it's like I said, it's a brand new studio that's that's really built for dance, intentionally built for dance. I mean, I've you know, I'm sure Lynn and Renee, we can you can speak to the number of places we we've all danced, and mm -hmm. so sometimes it's really nice to come into a space that's purpose built, and it's like okay, this is a you know proper space for dance, um, and there are many beautiful places to dance that are not sprung on the floor, you know, sprung floors, and you know are not exactly warm <laughs> in very cold spaces for dance as well. Yeah. So yeah, please come and enjoy it. And on Sundays, I mean, it's relatively quiet in the spaces, um, uh, but we, we're hoping to, you know, the folks come see the performances at night and experience a different version of the center as well, because it, it changes throughout the day. Oh, nice. Well, I so appreciate uh, this conversation this morning. Dance is near and dear to my heart. I've rediscovered it now that I'm 60 and I love it. And so I think this is such a necessary conversation. Thank you so much, Jennifer Newman, for all the work that you're doing to the Schwartzman Center and making this so accessible to the community. Um, Lynn, it's always good to see you in Ranasia. Sign me up, girl. I'm coming. Let me know where you're going to be. <laughs> yes. And Babs, thank you so much for making a space and allowing us to talk about the program today and to, to let us talk about dance today. My pleasure. Thank you all so much. And I will see you out here in these dancing streets. Lovely. Yay. Thank you. Thanks, Babs. Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Harry. <laughs>